Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the coffee cup in Poto, Oklahoma. And later on, we're going to talk about small town Oklahoma in the spotlight again. I'm Brent. And I am Harley. So dusting off the camper this weekend, going out for the inaugural trip. Got to go. Have you already went and checked the fluids and topped everything off and checked, kicked the tires and everything? weekend's for. I thought you're supposed to do that the weekend before the weekend. That way you're not, you, you don't get surprised by a flat tire on that week. I mean, I guess it could happen either way. I don't know anything about campers. Um, I've stayed in one, but it's been many years ago. Well, we're going to be out at Lake Murray this weekend, and since we'll be in Ardmore, mm-hmm. I'm apparently going to have to go on my homework assignment and go to Burgers and Fries. Yes. I'm going to have to find them first. Um, let's have a discussion about scouting out food places before you drive all the way to somewhere and you find out that they're closed. Well, I'm already going to be there, so if well, they're closed, that's on them. Oh, well, no, if they're closed, that means you don't get a burger, all right? I'm going to be there for five days, I think. You know what? They should be open where, at least one day. Where is your number one camping spot? Lake Murray? Uh, Elephant Rock. Elephant Lake Rock. Murray, yeah. Lake, okay. Okay. You said, uh, to be more specific, uh, Elephant Rock at Lake Murray. Mm-hmm. How come this show isn't called the only in Lake Murray show? As much time as you spent, and I know you got bills that, like, uh, you spend an insane amount of time at Lake Murray. It's almost like you, you know, owe, it's like you, you're in debt to Joyco. So we've had this conversation <laughs> before. I oh let Amber do the things that she wants to do Dude. so that I get to do the things that I want to do. She yeah. likes Elephant Rock at Lake Murray. And you like what? And I like everywhere in the state. Yeah, so that's true. If I let her go to Elephant Rock at Lake Murray, then the following weekend I can go somewhere else. I'm not a camper. I don't. I thought I was going to live in a camper at one time, but I... I proved that the universe had other plans. <laughs> I laid eggs instead, sort of. But anyway, uh, I hope you have a lot of fun. Oh, we will. I mean, I get to do what I want on occasion. Um, <laughs> I get to go to the movies. That, you know, here's the problem. Can I just say this? I, you know, I give you and Amber a lot of shit about just stuff. I'm over here. I can't. I'm. A, I love horror movies. Okay. She loves horror movies. Okay. Which means that pretty much means me asking to go to a, a movie alone is. I might as well. I might as well just say, can I go to a movie? And yes, I'll sleep on the couch. <laughs> yeah. The fact that she likes horror movies and you like horror movies and you have two kids in the house that won't let you watch a horror movie. Right. So we're forced to go. Yeah, we're both. I mean, we're in it. We're in it. So it's it's either you go separately or you don't go. Right. It's, it's got to be rough. It's and there's rough. guilt. I mean, and there's guilt involved because you're like, oh, you go into a movie without her. You may as well say, hey, honey, I'm going to go out with another lady and watch a movie tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Well, if uh, I don't if have I ever, a, if uh, I ever what if I, I ever have get a it? good transition <laughs> to coffee cups, there isn't a good one. Here, here's the transition 
Okay, you're talking about a transition. If I ever get a chance to go get a cup of coffee, you know the place for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're ever sneaking away to a movie in and you Poto, need a cup Oklahoma. of coffee. In Poto, Oklahoma. Yeah, I've got the perfect place for you. On our last trip, Amber and I were always on the lookout for espresso. Yep. And we found the coffee cup in Poto, Oklahoma. And I'm going to have to say, just based on the the general area and the number of coffee places we had passed, we did not have high expectations when we rolled into Poto to the coffee cup. Well, it's like driving into the Sahara, you know, down the highway in the Sahara Desert and you see palm trees. You're like, wait a second, that's got to be a mirage. Yeah, so <laughs> we found the coffee cup. Right off the bat, super impressed. Like, you roll into Poto, yeah. they have put some hardcore effort into, what's the word? Um, the aesthetic? The aesthetic of the town. Yeah. Like, it is gorgeous. You can tell there's a lot of pride. The local businesses mm-hmm. care about what they present to the world. Yeah. But the coffee cup, dude, it looks like a big log cabin from the outside. Uh-huh. It looks way bigger than you would expect a coffee shop to be. Yeah, I was. you showed me exterior shots of it, and I was thinking, goodness gracious, it's the size of a Cracker Barrel. It is huge. But it's not just a coffee shop, so, okay. and we'll get to that. But the coffee, cup, the coffee cup opened its doors on Valentine's Day, 2007. Oh, how sweet. They have been serving Poto for 16 years. That's a long time to do anything for, for anyone else. Dude, I'm... <laughs> But they do it well. Yeah. So they're I right off tell. the main strip in Poto. Obviously, you know, we've we've done a few coffee shows and it's, you're listen, you're always look you said it in the opening, but you're always looking for a good cup of coffee. Starbucks, even if there's a Starbucks, there are it's this it Starbucks is I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna make somebody be out here about this. Starbucks is the chilies of coffee. Of I coffee. agree with you hundred percent. And I will tell you when we were looking for coffee, Amber was like, I just need espresso like yeah, yeah. now. She did a Google search for coffee shops, yeah. specifically Starbucks, just to find something. You know, like obviously there's gonna be a Starbucks. The nearest Starbucks to the coffee cup, mm-hmm. 147 miles according to Google. Goodness gracious. So the fact that we found this place was a godsend. I don't know if you are familiar with Amber. In the absence of caffeine, I'm not around long enough. Not a fan. And, well, okay, but I think you kind of proven the point as to how this place works. It's literally 147 miles to the next commercial cup of coffee. Yeah, I mean, of course it's a no-brainer. <laughs> I mean, no, am I wrong? I've, I feel like if you if if you open up a little mom and pop cop, coffee shop, you know, we've talked about places like Seattle or, or Washington where the the local coffee shops are literally across the street from Starbucks, and the the mom and pops are getting all the foot traffic. Mm-hmm. I think that can be expected in most places. I think, but most places people gravitate towards your Black Rifles, your Starbucks, the familiar stuff. You're right, and there's so many, and there's so many new options now with Dutch Brothers and Scooters and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just nice to see a mom and pop pop shop. That's, I mean, it's. They're heavily involved in the community. Yeah. Just to, if you just barely 
scratched the surface on Poto and the news in Poto, mm-hmm. the coffee cup comes up all the time yeah. because they are sponsoring stuff. They're in the mix. They're uh, they they occasionally have live performances. But just to give you an idea, the lobby of this place is decked out in high end leather seating. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I bet. Like you go in and it's like I would I would have that in my living room. Yeah, and. You very rarely find a place where it's, like, inviting enough that you're, like, picking out... You're shopping for furniture while you're there. Yeah. But they they do a bang-up job. As soon as you walk in, you get greeted by everybody. Mm -hmm. As soon as we walked in, we were like, oh, man, we're going to be here forever. Because it was packed. You know, and that's the... I I like... I also see... I like to see small-town, little mom-and-pop shops doing well. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you're maybe the only show in town, you don't, in, in a lot of cases, when you're the only show in town, you don't even have to be great at it. You just have to show up. Yeah, and I I think that they think that, co- the, the people at the coffee cup took that concept and threw it out the window. Right. All the coffee came out fast. We got in and out in five minutes and there were ten people ahead of us. Jim and any Christmas, man. But they have a... Full menu, like breakfast, sandwiches, lunch, dinner. They do salads. They do pizza. Oh, yeah, I saw their menu. It's loaded. Paninis and all that sort of stuff. But the showstopper is the desserts. Oh. Oh, my God, dude. So, I don't know about you, but me and a cup of coffee, a donut, something cakey just hits the spot. Yeah. And you look at their display case with all the desserts in it, and you're like, oh, my God, how do I choose between this stuff? Yeah. It was so the lemon blueberry cake yep. that they had would knock your socks off. Oh, it sounds like it. I don't know what they did. I don't know where they came up with it, but it was amazing. Uh, Amber had ordered a cinnamon roll, and dude, I could have eaten breakfast, lunch, and dinner there, and never got away from the dessert wow. counter. Wow, that's a testament to uh, to quality. Is again, especially if it and. Here's another thing that I mean, I don't know how people do it. I, I've literally bought coffee at a place like Starbucks or nothing against Black Black Rifle, but I've bought food from those places and it's clearly not handmade. Oh it's yeah, no, they're clearly off a truck. Even some of our more local based coffee companies that that I will give props to for being better than Starbucks. Even some of those, the food that yeah. they serve is, it's frozen and heated up in a microwave. Yeah, for sure. Coffee Cup is has a real kitchen with people cooking real food. Kidding, you get man. a breakfast sandwich with fried bacon that somebody's back there frying. Yeah. It didn't come out of a pouch. They they didn't stick it in the microwave for two minutes and 30 seconds. They didn't boil the bag in a... In a- Coffee pot full of water. <laughs> yeah. Again, though, I no, think if you're looking for if you're looking for coffee and you're anywhere near Poto, this is a slam dunk. But I think if you're in the area and you're looking for a place to sit down and do some work, you know the the free Wi-Fi. It's very inviting and kind of you have like your own little spaces, like the little seating areas mm-hmm. are kind of tucked away here and there, so you can kind of just go there and you know. Binge on coffee and desserts, yeah, and work away the morning, yeah. So i I definitely see the appeal, and i 
I'm super impressed. Well, and I've got no problem with the hours either. I mean, Jiminy Christmas, seven to seven to eight on a Monday. I mean, eight to nine on a Saturday and 10 to two on a Sunday. Yeah. Again, I think it's one of the things that you'll notice on a lot of the smaller, small town coffee places, like closed on Sunday. Like it's coffee, man. I got to have coffee seven days a week. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm cool with their hours. Uh, basically 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and then 10 to 2 on Sunday. And if you want more information on the coffee cup, you can find them on Facebook at Poto Coffee Cup. Well, you know, we pride ourselves on small towns, and we're going to talk about a couple of them that made the top 50. Coming up next. I'm Raven Rollins, and this is my Southern True Crime podcast, where I discuss cases from my former hometown. Ada, Oklahoma paints itself as an average community, but its history of murder and corruption runs deeper than any story has ever told. You'll hear plenty of special guests, including authors and experts in their fields, who visit with me on each episode, as well as other cases in the southern states. With notorious and unknown cases alike, every victim sees the light on my show. This is Sirens, a true crime podcast. So we talk about this all the time. All the time. How much Oklahoma has, uh, how much Oklahoma is being recognized on a regular basis. Yeah, a lot more than it was probably 10 or 15 years ago for sure. Absolutely. This story from Southern Living, the editors at Southern Living Magazine ranked the 50 best small towns in the South as of 2023. Yeah. Two out of Oklahoma made the list. And you know what? I look at the two, and and maybe I've I have rose rose rock colored glasses because we're from Oklahoma. But I look at the two that they listed for us. I'm not shocked, honestly. I'm not shocked either. I'm actually shocked that there aren't a couple others that made yeah, the list, honestly. Uh, but number thirty one on the list is Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Their description of Broken Bow: To acquaint yourself with the great outdoors, all you need to do is head to Broken Bow. This nature lover's paradise is headlined by Beaver's Bend State Park, where you can fish for trout on the lower Mountain Fork River, boat on Broken Bow Lake, or explore miles of trails on foot or horseback. I've been to Broken Bow. I've been to Beaver's Bend. Um, It really is a sight to behold. We've covered cabins on this show. Mm -hmm. I think deservedly so. But for my money, I think top 30 you know top 40s probably a little low for them i feel like they should have been a little higher on the list but i like broke i like that part of the country because it's it i know we sound like a broken record when we talk about southeastern oklahoma but it's literally like it's a footprint in another it, it's it, if you're if you're one of those people that are like yeah this, oklahoma's flat oklahoma's this oklahoma's that drive about three hours southeast from here, and I promise you, you, you'll think you took a wrong turn. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Uh, the freaking in the the Yukons. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's crazy. Or the Tennessee mountains. Yeah. or any, any number of places. I agree with you. The second one that made the list though was number 34, Guthrie, Oklahoma, and their description: While wandering the nation's largest contiguous historic district, you won't have to work hard to picture the Victorian era treasure as it was in the late 1800s. Today, you can learn more about the Frontier City's history at the Oklahoma Territorial Museum, also the site of the Carnegie Library, and at the Oklahoma Frontier Drugstore Museum. What I will say, there was, a couple of years ago, we jokingly said, we're just going to change our name to the Guthrie Show. 
what Guthrie has managed to do that a lot of, and we talk about small towns all over the state of Oklahoma all of the time, on the show, off the show. Uh, some of the things we say about some of these towns we can't say on the show. But I think we can agree Guthrie is a perfect example. There, are, there easily could have been a town that once they once they no longer became the capital of Oklahoma, yeah. they could have slipped into obscurity just like everyone else. Uh-huh. What they've managed to do, though, is again, you know, in summation, basically what they're saying is capture the essence of that. I mean, of there's that time of that time, the history, and really punch it up. And there are so many towns in Oklahoma that should take note. It's not about, it's not just about your Christmas parade, people. It's about every single day. You've got, people come from all over the world to go to Guthrie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it, it's crazy. Hell, people come from all over the world to, to drive 50 miles of Route 66. Right. So I think Guthrie has done a fantastic job of just keeping that going. I mean, it's, it's one of the, one of the towns where you can tell, especially, that the business owners yeah. are heavily invested oh, yeah. and very proud of their town. And that's why you make the, or that's how you make these lists. And that's how you make these lists. I agree with that 100%. And if you want to be on our list of the top 50 people to listen to the show, you got to let us know. All right. It's the only no case show. New episodes every week. I'm Brett. And I'm Harley. And we're out of here. Peace. I'm not opening the show. I was throwing it to you, bud. You want to do it so bad, you want to take over and be the be the show. Take over and be the show, then. It's not like you're not trying to go do everything in the state of Oklahoma. Let me guess. You did another thing that I ain't never going to get to do. Piss in private. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day. What? It was a bar of soap in a yeah. shower. Mm-hmm. And there was a dude's feet and then another dude's feet behind him. Yeah. And the soap said free stuff. And then the first set of feet said you. And then the second feet, set of feet said the government. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just waiting for you to pick up the free shit. <laughs> uh, I'm tired. Well, let's kick it. Be done. It's tired a long time. It's been a couple of days since I've been this tired. I haven't been this tired since yesterday. About this time. Tell you what. I'll tell you what. The other night about 4 o'clock in the morning, I was dead tired, man. I hope you were. I'm telling you, I just couldn't. I was so tired, I couldn't even sleep. That's not possible at 4 o'clock in the morning, is it? You ever been so tired you couldn't sleep? Yes. Your body kind of hurts? Okay, let's go. Go, go. You want to freaking enter the show so bad? Yeah. Let me make sure I have everything correctly. Coffee cup. Time my head feels like a freaking cinder block, dude. I'll take you to the coffee cup. Oh, take you to the coffee cup. Let's show you what I got. Three, two, one. Are you going? I was waiting for you to get done. Three, two, one.